Dude, that intro never gets old. I love it. <laughs> it's hey, a lot. This is James Grabman, the brisket. Hey, we, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, we have an awesome interview planned for you guys. Uh, we'd like to welcome in Sean Hill with uh, Texas Moonswanners. Yeah. And so, Sean, uh, you have a, uh, a nice little, uh, I, I guess, organization going on that, that's something that Sean, uh, John had just brought to my attention earlier uh, when we got you booked on. This high school competition, uh, tell us a little bit about that. First, say, let, let us know a little bit about yourself. Right, fantastic, guys. I appreciate y'all having me on. Yeah, this is uh, probably what you'd call the dream job. I've uh, been a teacher and coach for over a decade. And, you know, in Texas, uh, football is a big deal. And um, I had the opportunity to walk away from the, the gridiron to start working on the, the, the grill iron. And uh, I was able to start uh, this past year a high school competition barbecue team. And I've been competing and catering with the Texas Moonswiners uh, on the personal side outside of teaching and coaching. And uh, we were able to, I was able to start the club uh, in Rockwall this past year. And uh, the 205 Pitmasters were born. And the reason we came up with the 205 Pitmasters for the high school name is because Rockwall's made up of two high schools. One's on the north side of 30 and one's on the south side of 30. And the highway that connects the two, uh, the, the two halves of the city is a highway 205. And so just thought that was a pretty cool thing because the, the Gene Burton Academy where I teach is like the STEM Academy where students from both high schools attend to do engineering, robotics, architecture, animation, business, and all those type of classes. And so I have uh, a team, I have two teams this year that consist of uh, members from both of the high schools. And so it's a pretty neat thing that we've got going on. Very cool, very cool, and and so you're 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 teaching and 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 mentoring uh, these kids in in all aspects of, of a competition barbecue, which which you've had a lot of experience in, right? You know, running with the with the Texas Moon Swiners. Uh, yeah, uh, a couple buddies of mine that have been good friends for years. I mean, you all know barbecues about friends and family and hanging out and uh, football and you know drinking a beer too and barbecuing and everybody said they liked our food and so we decided we would try to enter a couple of competitions and we did and had some success and uh then i kind of got into catering a little bit and um every sunday at church the principal of the high school would would be at church and i'd be like hey you know you thought about starting the high school barbecue club and probably for about a year i bugged him and um, had the opportunity to talk to one of the assistant principals that I'd had before at another campus. And he said, man, we've been trying to get that started for a couple of years now. And I said, well, I know a guy. And uh, I switched campuses the next year and, and we got it rolling. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's some of the feedback we've gotten is, you know, and I've looked, I looked on y'all's on the site there and I saw the different, different competitions that y'all are going to, uh, that there are different schools or different areas that are hosting those competitions. I think it's what it looks like to me anyways. Uh, but I've, a lot of questions we've gotten is, you know, how do, how do you get your local uh, district involved with something like this? You, you, you got to go to them as, and bug them. Say, hey, can we, can you get a teacher for this? Or can you get an, an outside organization or a club created for this? Um, so is, is that something that you've seen? Are, yeah, are you it's, helping that? It's, or? it's an extra, it's an extra duty, just like coaching, you know, football would be, um, 
unfortunately, I don't have a class where I actually teach barbecue. So it's outside of the school day when I'm bringing these kids back in to do it. But it's uh, with the Texas High School Barbecue uh, Inc., uh, who we go through, they they have the, t- the school district has a sponsor that's a teacher. And that teacher can be in, as involved like I am and run the whole thing. Or they can be like some of the other high schools that we compete against where the teacher is just basically the sponsor that chaperones the kids. And then they have other people from the outside that come in and help. And, um, you know, we've been we've been blessed. We've had uh, Cody, Cody Mullen uh, with Smoking Aces Barbecue. He's been the IBCA president yeah. uh, for Region 1 and uh, has just started Outlaw uh, Barbecue Association. Uh, he's been working with us for the last uh, two two years. But, you know, I have a love for barbecue and I, I really like doing it. So, you know, I, you know, I reach out to him and he helps me out with stuff. But, you know, we rock and roll with it where, you know, in other instances, you just have to have a sponsor that's a teacher. And then if that teacher doesn't want to be that involved, if one of these other, you know, one of the barbecue places or competition team wants to come and help run the show, then it's, you know, it's, that's just kind of how it works. Nice. Nice. So, so when, when these competitions are held, uh, you know, I'm assuming the whole setup, right? You set up, uh, you, you've got a timetable. It's like a general competition that, you know, I'm used to going to and, 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 and working and performing in. Um, these, these kids, you know, so they're, they're pulling the meat out. They're going through the timetables. They're doing the trimmings, injections. How, how does that kind of work? Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely like to learn the kind of like the meat and potatoes of like, how does it, how does the day begin? Uh, how, oh, absolutely. one of these well, competitions. The day, the day began actually the day before. So it is required with are the league that we're in that we have to attend the cooks meeting on Friday night. So wherever we're traveling, we went to Graham uh, in November to the very first regional. Uh, We're going to Katy, Texas on uh, March the 11th and 12th. And then we'll be down at the state because we've already qualified for state um, on April 29th and 30th. So we have to show up on Friday and we drop off our smoker and kind of get just a a rough basic setup of where we want our tables to be, our canopies and all that kind of stuff. We drop everything, uh, make sure we've got everything, go through and just do a double check of inventory to make sure that we, if we need to make a run to Walmart or wherever to grab something last minute, we can. And then they typically will do like a 30 minute educational class, uh, like fire management or, you know, trimming or seasoning or it just, you know, depending on who, you know, is going to be there at that particular competition. And so the kids will go and they have a chance to, to get some last minute tips and learn something maybe that we haven't gone over. And then they have a cook's meeting where they go over all the rules of um, the competition turn in times, um, you know, what they have to turn in, how many slices of briskets and ribs, how thick the brisket can be, you know, which way the chicken has to face when you put it in the box, dessert, beans, all of that stuff. We go over that and then uh, typically we'll go and we'll have dinner and just kind of make sure everybody's okay. Everybody understands the game plan uh, that we worked on, you know, leading up to that. And then we're up at probably three forty-five the next morning and leaving the hotel by four fifteen, four thirty, because we've got to be back on site the next morning at uh, by five o'clock. Now that's not mandatory, but you can start your fires at five o'clock. And if it's November or January and it's cold, it takes a while to get those pits heated up. So we try to get there as early as possible, light the fire as quickly as possible. Then the kids have to go, and on Friday night they also have to draw 
numbers to see who what order the teams pick the meat and so then the kids have to go up there in the order that they that they drew and pick out the best brisket the best ribs the best chicken at six o'clock coaches have to get out of the 20 by 20 or 20 by 30 area depending on what they give us and from that point on if i if i lean over that that line that they've got roped off then i can get my team disqualified because it's typically it's just the kids and only the kids and they're doing all the work they're doing the trimming the injections they're doing the seasoning and all the cooking only time that we're allowed to get in there is if something happens and there's a medical emergency but other than that we're outside and this year they take it a step further at state we have to stay 20 feet away from the roped off area so that's a new rule this year so i won't even be where i can look at or point to or make suggestions because I'm going to be yeah. 20 feet away and yeah, they're going to have to be able to do it on their own. Yeah. You can't eagle out of that or throw up a little sign or so like, <laughs> sign language. check the fire. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, but that's the things that we work on. We, you know, we do practice cooks um, and we, we have a spreadsheet with timelines, just kind of like you'd see at a football practice where they've got the clock running and, and air, you know, when the, it, the, the buzzer goes off, you switch to different drill or whatever. It's the same type of deal that we practice is we have our timesheet and, you know, everybody's got their job and everybody knows what they're supposed to be doing. Kids are putting the alarms in their phones so that it lines up with, uh, with our sheet. And, you know, typically I'm on the outside with the, with the same sheet and I'm watching it as well and yelling out, you know, Hey, have you checked the fire? Hey, what's your temperature? Or, Hey, we've got to get those beans, you know, started. And so it's, it's just, it's crazy. Saturday is a long day. It goes from, you know, 345 when we wake up and uh, brisket turn in is at three in the afternoon and then wards are after that. And so it's a it's a long day and you have to have everything in order and in place and, and know what you're going to be doing because there's there's no there's no time to try to figure it out at that point. Right. Right. That's freaking awesome. I love this. I I, I absolutely if they'd had something like this, I mean, I I played sports in 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 junior high and, and then half well all, all throughout high school, um, <clears throat> but I don't know if I would have continued to play. I think I probably would have swapped over at some point. You know, <laughs> right? I mean, I just I love cooking that much. I love barbecuing that much. And uh, I if, if is this something, especially if, if y'all come to Katie or something like that, is this something that we could? Because we're we're outside of Houston, not much though. We're on the south side. Um, is that something that we can – can we go out there and see y'all? Can, can we, you know, Absolutely. judge or something? Or I mean, they have uh, people, news stations that are local that come out and talk to the kids and talk to the coaches and come out and do stories, and they're always looking for judges. Um, you don't – it's not a certified judge type deal. They they give you a scorecard. They tell you how to, how to score things, and they get the local people in the area to come and eat the eat the, uh, eat the the food and judge it, and uh, they, they, they welcome – People came in. I think uh, last year at state, Dave Campbell's came out, and they because they had a team that was kind of local to where one of their guys that do their thing um, was at, and so they came out there and kind of followed them and, and did the story on them. And I mean, yeah, it's it's open to the public. It's encouraged to come out to support the kids, get some food, and see how everything goes because it's a really neat, really neat thing to see. You know, fifty, sixty at state. There'll probably be about one hundred and fifty in Round Rock at uh, Dell Diamond at the at the baseball field. Probably about one hundred and fifty teams out there all competing. Nice. That's awesome. So what uh, what what cuts of meat are you guys doing at these competitions? Is it like IBCA style or or what is what do we got going? 
Yeah, it's 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 really close to IBCA style. So um, the we have a, a dessert turn in that's typically nine or nine thirty, depending on the amount of teams. Then we have beans uh, that are ten or ten thirty. Chicken is at twelve. Ribs, which are uh, your St. Louis cut or or full spare ribs, no baby backs, are at one thirty, and then brisket is at three. Yeah, sounds like IBCA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heck yeah, heck yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, so, and another neat another neat thing about about us is that we didn't last year we didn't have a smoker, and it was kind of a weird year with the whole COVID thing, and um, everything was virtual or hybrid for us, and camp- competitions got canceled. Uh, we had a snowstorm uh, in February. I don't know if y'all remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Snowpocalypse. That, we, we, we remember that, it well. <laughs> that then wiped out a competition that we were supposed to go out as well, too, uh, and, and finally got to compete, and uh, – because of everything the, well, the way it happened, our ag department had enough time, even with the limited number of kits that they had, because most of them were virtual, uh, was able to build us a, a pit from the ground up. And so uh, it was pretty cool. We got that pit like literally the week before we were going to go to Munster, Texas and compete. And, uh, you know, we, we the, the kids did great. I mean, it was a it was a very cool learning experience for them to get that very first one in uh i'm not gonna lie we didn't do very well but the cool thing about the way the the bar high school barbecue inc is set up is that they take the top 10 teams to state and so if you make let's say you you go to the first competition and you qualify for state but you want to continue to cook so you can go to continue to go to the next competition and the next one but if you go and compete again and let's say you make top 10 again and there was a team that hasn't made in the top 10 they pull your name up slide everybody down and then those top 10 teams that haven't qualified get to go so we were able to go to state uh because of that uh but then we got down to state and they kicked butt i mean we we finished top ten in brisket, um, ninth place in brisket, eleventh place in ribs, and nineteenth in chicken. And those kids had literally cooked three times: once on my personal smoker and twice on that pit. And it was cool. And then that turned into what we have this year, and that's two teams. Uh, started out with thirteen kids. Now we have we have ten, two solid teams. Both teams qualified for state at the first competition in Graham. We took first place in brisket, second place in uh, chicken, third place in ribs. And of the ten things that we turned in, five categories for each team, seven out of the ten made top ten. So it's that's it's awesome. it's awesome. That that you're doing that's, something right. Yeah, definitely. That's freaking fantastic. And a lot of people that 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 are that are listening along uh, that may not be in the competition world or uh, just a fan of just backyard cooking and all that stuff like that. It they, they, they don't understand how challenging that can be just for an adult to do a competition. Uh, the, yes. the the meat, the timetables, the the stressful. Making, it, it's so stressful. Uh, and for what's the elements too, right? You're, and, you're dealing with the elements. Correct. So it rains. It doesn't matter. You've got to be able to get that pit lit. Keep it. Keep the, the, the temperature locked in. You can't have this up and down, right? So correct. Yeah. Uh, and it, hey, kudos to the kids out there. I mean, I'm I'm really uh, impressed, and I'm really happy about that. I mean, that, that's so awesome. Yeah, it's it's really neat, and that's that's one of the things that we we stress. Not just the competition style, too. I mean, because I, I I don't want those kids thinking that's the only way to cook. So we also, whenever we meet and and have our practice cook, we we talk about backyard style versus 
the competition and how it's just a little bit different because, you know, my, what I want is I want those kids to go out on the weekend and cook something that their, their, their mom and their dad, their brothers and sisters that, that they love, you know, I want them to have this, you know, this skill, you know, this, know how to manage a fire, know how to watch the temperatures, know how to, you know, what the temperatures needs to be when we wrap or don't wrap or whatever you're going to do with it. However, your fat side up or down or where your heat source is from and all that mess, be able to go and just take the things that we talk about and be able to apply them in their own lives because this is, it's a skill you'll never lose. I mean, I, I can still throw a football, but that's not going to get me anywhere, but I know how to cook a brisket and I've made money off cooking briskets. And now I'm teaching kids how to make brisket and it's something they're going to be able to have forever. And that's, that to me is the most, that's the most, that's the most awesome thing. Oh, of course. Of course. I could not agree more. Could not agree more. Uh, let me ask you a question. When, when you're, I know this is, you know, this is on you a lot too, right? Cause you're, you're coaching you're mentoring these kids and this is your personal time, right? I mean, you, this is not. This is not during school hours. I know you said that earlier. I just want to make sure people hear that. This, this is your personal no, time is, that you're, that you're putting is, out there. This <clears throat> is not during the school. Now, um, I have heard that TEA has uh, a an approved like curriculum for for brisket and barbecue, um, and so I've been working on my principal to try to implement that because it, it is hard. I mean, the, the extra hours you can, you can cook a chicken after school. You can cook beans after school. Yep. We can cook desserts after school, but like the ribs and the brisket, that's not just an after school event. That's a whole Saturday that we have to take. And that's why we have, we'll, we'll practice trimming, you know, on Mondays and Tuesdays, uh, we'll trim briskets, we'll trim chicken, uh, we'll, we'll trim our ribs down and we'll go over our recipes and make beans or make dessert. But we have to do a full Saturday, um, on in February, every, it's a mandatory, mandatory practice cook. And everybody's got to be at the school at 5 a.m. on, on a Saturday, regardless, like you said, of the weather, if it's raining, doesn't matter if it's cold and windy, it doesn't matter. We're going to show up at 5 a.m. They're going to have to light their fires and then they're going to be cooking and I'm going to keep them on the time, the timetable. And we're going to do a mini competition between our two kids. And I've got our principal and our uh, superintendent and a couple of other members of the community that are going to come out and they're going to judge it and give them the opportunity to be able to practice cooking those six hour, you know, six hour, five or six hours on the ribs and the six and seven hours on the brisket to, to make sure that they've got it done down. Because I mean, we were close last year and I know it was, there was only 67 teams at state and there's going to be a, twice as many this year, but we were pretty close. And the kids I've got this year are, are hungry. <laughs> They're hungry. And, uh, they have this drive and this want to, and, um, I mean, it's it's they're gonna they're gonna do it. They're gonna have a really good showing, I believe, this year. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned that they uh, they got a custom built smoker for them. Uh, what kind of smoker are they running? So our ag department a couple years ago was really big on just they had some extra metal. This thing, this stuff was three eighths uh, to a half inch thick metal that was just, that it was got donated. And so our, our old ag teacher was like, let's build smokers. So they built all of these like, uh, oh, my God, these things are so heavy, double like there's two chambers. So it's they're like 48, they're four foot long, uh, five foot long. And um, they weigh like thousands of pounds just because they're so, so thick metal, the reverse flow smokers. And um, 
just to, for the sake of saving money, um, they put two of them on the trailer. They cut the ends off of one and flipped them around so that we could have two out-facing smokers. And so when we go to compete, one team, we basically put the line that separates the team down the middle of the smoker and one team competes on one side and the other team competes on the other side and they're perfect little competition smokers because like i said they just have two two doors that open up and uh racks that slide out that can hold i mean if we filled it up we could put four briskets on each side i mean max it's not something huge but it's it's perfect for what we need are there any regulations as far as what type of smokers you can use you can use anything uh, as long as it is wood fired or charcoal fired. You can uh, you can't use pellet grills. Uh, you can you can use a rotisserie, but you can't use a gas assist rotisserie. Um, it once you can use gas assist or you know the, the the weed torches or whatever to get the fire going. But once the fire's lit, it has to it has to be stay lit on their own. So if for some reason they're not paying attention to the fire and the fire goes out, well they've got to go get a chimney starter now and get uh, the coals lit and get that process started all over again. And can't just take you know the flame and you know fire it up and, and start the smoker back up. So the fire management it's a big thing we talk about and make sure that they understand. I, honestly, I, I love that, and I, I wish some of these these um, competition organizations would kind of abide by that or go 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 back to that because uh, we deal a lot of, um, I guess, trying to skirt the rules. You know what I mean? Like they put rules out there saying, okay, you, you can only use you have to have a wood burning fire, but it does not have any like uh, like specifications. Okay, well, I can plug this Traeger in. Uh, yes, I am burning wood. Or I can plug this thing in, and I'm right. I have some type of like uh, assist coming in from from some other area. It's still burning wood, but I have a little assistance coming in from propane or whatever. Um, it's always something that we've we've talked about on the podcast, and and we've discussed in our just uh, endeavors doing competitions, like getting back to just cooking with fire, being able to manage a fire. Uh, is is really That's um, the biggest thing, right? Pivotal, yeah. I mean, it it, it will make or break your team, and I, I love that honestly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've I've gone to competitions where I've seen the guys pull in with fifty thousand dollar rigs and that, that ten thousand dollar old hickory on the back of it, and dude pushes a couple buttons, puts his food in, and I don't see the guy till he's turning stuff in the next right. day, and. You know, me and my buddies are over there. We're sweating. We've been up all night. We're, uh, you know, we're, everybody's mad at each other because they've been up and they're tired and we've been having a little bit of good time. Now we've got to start thinking and start, you know, making sure that we've got everything where we're supposed to be. And the guy wakes up and he comes out and he's stretching and, he, you know, he's looking refreshed like there's no care. And I'm like, man, that's <laughs> that's nice. But, you know, that's really not that's not the right way to do it, I don't think. Yeah, I think I think he misses the point of what what really grinding and 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 really trying to work work your pit like i think it's something you lose that's it's just a loss for him personally i think um let me ask question so is this is this something that can, can, can i know if you maybe answered this earlier and maybe i just have adhd and did, didn't hear hopefully not but uh can, can we go to our local our local city you know I, we're here in pearland can, can we go here to pearland high school and say listen <clears throat> we'd like to help or volunteer or get this going or help y'all get this going? Uh, is this is this something that other people do or, or do you assist with other school districts trying to get up and going or how, how does that work? Absolutely. I mean, if you, if you know a teacher 
that's willing to sponsor the team on the school side of it. And that's just, you know, for the safety of the kids sure. and for the liability of the school and all that, they've got to have somebody that's on the district that's kind of traveling with the team and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, if you know a teacher that the school district and you're like, Hey, let's get this, uh, let's get this started up. And they, they will go and talk to their administration. It's, it's formally a club. It's I, I run the barbecue club. And, uh, and then you have to, you know, it's just like any other club that you'd have. You get the kids in, they have to figure out who's going to be president, vice president. At least that's how we do it, you know, in Rockwall. And then uh, that way, any money that's being spent, uh, that's been raised through fundraisers or donations, then they have to keep up with that, just like any other any other thing. And then for us, it's after school. And so people have come in and, and helped us trim stuff and, and donated meat and donated time and donated seasonings and other equipment. And kids will come in and we'll say, okay, today we're going to do chickens and I'll pull out three or four chickens. And then we go to town working on, you know, making sure we can spatchcock them correctly. And we're not ripping the skin and getting up underneath and getting the fat out and, you know, getting all the trimming and stuff done. And then we'll talk about injections and, you know, work on where we're going to inject, how we're going to inject. And, you know, I've had, like I said, I've had other people from the community come and help us. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a cool thing. I know, uh, one of my buddies on the, the IBCA circuit, uh, he has a barbecue uh, restaurant in Graham and he's not a teacher, but he owns the restaurant, but he runs the whole thing and helps those kids out and they come and they do cooking and all kinds of stuff. And then there's other, there's other couple of other ones that I've seen. I know, uh, I've seen Jack Cashman help out with a couple of schools and um, and then, like I said, Cody Mullen uh, has helped us out with stuff. And so, yeah, I mean, if, if you have somebody that's on that side, that's willing to, to work at, or, you know, at least take part of the responsibility of, okay, yeah, I'm going to give up a Saturday to be up at the school while y'all do a practice cook, or yeah, I'm going to travel to, you know, Katy, Texas and make sure that the kids are chaperoned then absolutely 100%. Okay. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to uh, see. And, and honestly, yeah. besides the most the most expensive part of it, and y'all know this because you're your barbecue people, most expensive part of it's the meat. Yeah. Um, the registration uh, for the high school barbecue Inc. is uh, $200 per team, and that gets you in there registered for their league. And then each competition is $200 per team for the event. But that money – that of that two hundred dollars, one hundred and fifty of it goes to the host school to pay for the brisket, ribs, and chicken that they're going to provide for the teams. Okay, that's cool. And how, yeah. how many kids per team do you usually have? So the max number of kids that you have on a team is five, and we've got two teams: Team Smoke and Team Fire. And we, like I said, we started off with about thirteen kids, and then others just had, you know, sports were more important, and I completely understand that. And culinary was more important, and that's cool. But I said, you know, you can still come to practice if you want to learn something. Uh, you're just not going to, you know, travel with us if you can't come to the practices. And um, so we've got ten dedicated guys that are uh, ready to rock and roll. Last year, I had two girls on the team. Uh, one of uh, one of my girls had eleventh place ribs at state. And the other girl cooked dessert. And that's I'm trying to get more, you know, females to come out just because, I mean, that's that's it's pretty cool. I mean, it's uh, one of the best bar high school barbecue teams in the state is the Barbecuties. And it's a girls team. Yep. Well, that was actually one of the questions we got from one of our listeners was, 
are there any girls on the team? But you just answered that. It's perfect. That's Absolutely. good. Yeah. No, last year we had two and I, I, I encourage it. And I'm hoping that next year, cause I'd like to have a girls team and a boys team and you know, a, a team from each high school. I mean, I, I really want to grow this thing where I can't handle it to the, to the point where I've got to get more help because then that just means that I'm doing something right. And these kids are interested in something and it, it's, 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 it's a good thing. So we got a question in from uh, Jessica Hill. I don't know if that's related or not related to you, but uh, uh, what is your favorite meat to smoke and why? And I guess this kind of relates to the kids as well. Uh, what, what are their favorite meats to smoke? So chicken is the devil. And uh, <laughs> I'll just, I'll start off with that. It's not chicken. Uh, the chicken is, is <laughs> the one thing that it, it seems like it should be the easiest, but it's not. Uh, and for me, brisket is, is my favorite. Um, and it's, and I don't know if it's just because it, it takes so long and you've put so much time into it and to put so much effort into it where, you know, it, if you screw it up, you, you've wasted a, a day or a day and a night. And, um, and so it takes that attention to detail and it's just, it's just good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was, it was, I, I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day and I was like, you know, it used to be even more enjoyable cause I could go to Walmart and get a brisket for 76 cents a pound. Oh yeah. I remember those days. <laughs> and those were, the, and that wasn't that long ago, but those were the good old days. I said, now you're, you're, you're even a, a, a 12 pound brisket is going to cost you 80 bucks. It's crazy. And, and so you've got to, if you, you're going to put that time in there and you've got to pay attention to it, you've got to make sure that you're doing the things right, watching your fire. And if you wrap, wrap at the right time and, and pulling it and letting it rest and letting it do its thing, because, you know, it just, I, I guess that, that would be my, my, my most, my favorite would be the brisket, but chicken is the devil. And, uh, it, <laughs> it just, all there's always something that comes up with chicken. You always think you have enough time to cook it at competitions and you never do. It, it's, it seems like you should have put it on 15 minutes sooner every single time. Right. That's, that's exactly right. And, and to be honest with you, one of the things that we had to do as a team uh, was to really look at, you know, divide, divide and conquer a little bit was, was to go, you know, listen, you, you, you want your hands and everything. And, the, and that's, that's probably the hardest thing is letting go going, you know, Hey, listen, I'm not, I can't focus on prepping this chicken, getting this chicken on the timetables or anything else. And letting letting somebody else just own that whole process. Yeah, I mean everybody's working together to go. Hey, if you need something, I can help you. But letting that go a little bit because we're all. I think we're a team of head chefs, right? All on one team, and uh, that, that's difficult sometimes. But but we've learned how to to navigate that a little bit and and, and assign duties. And James tries to run everybody. He's just he is a. Micro, uh, he, he put the micro and micromanager. Uh, so, uh, but no, you're you're exactly right. So, do do the kids get involved with the meat science of it? You know how how it breaks down. Uh, that the you know is what what what's happening. Um, you know, with 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 your brisket and yeah. I mean the and, different cuts of meats, the different muscles on the brisket. I mean, we had uh, not too long ago uh, we had Jess Prowls on, which uh, I think she's gone back to school uh, for a yes, second time um, to get another degree or certification on meat science. But yeah, do they get uh, that any of that education as far as the meat goes wise? I, I, I try to, you know, I'm no expert in it. I'm just a, a guy that had a neighbor that said he was uh, he was lazy before he was cheap. 
and had bought a smoker and realized that it took too long to cook stuff on a smoker. So he gave it to me and I got into it and we had live oak trees. And so I'm burning sticks when I'm cooking my first cooks on this char griller that's paper thin. And, you know, I, I, I'm just somebody that's, that's, that's hooked on it. And I don't, I don't know everything, but I try to tell them everything that I do know, you know, why are we doing what we're doing? Why, why does it matter if, if, if the, the, the brisket's, above 190 degrees. Well, that's because that's when your fat's starting to break down on the inside and it has to stay in that temperature range until it gets to a certain range. And we don't want it to get too much because then you're, you're, the fat's going to break down to the point where the brisket's falling apart, you know, and why, why are we having to let it rest? Why does it, why does it have to be done at this time so that we can let it rest for a minimum of an hour and a half before we start, because it's got to reabsorb some of those juices and the muscles tightening up and loosening, you know, through the cook in the, in the, in the rest period. And, you know, we talk about all that and, and even with chicken, you know, they freak out and I'm like, just because that juice looks a little pink that it's going to cook a little bit more, you know, we're, we're, we, we don't want it, to, it's, it's okay. It's at a temperature for a certain time frame. It's killed all the bacteria, you know, right. at 165, it kills it instantly, but 155, as long as it's there for 10 seconds, it's going to kill it as well. So it's okay, you know, yep. and yep. what yeah. we have to do to make sure that, you know, because when they cut into it, they cut it into it where the thigh and the, uh, I mean, yeah, where the thigh and the and the leg kind of come together in that joint. And if there's any red in there, then a lot of these judges freak out and get disqualified for it. And, you know, how we have to make sure that, you know, towards the end of the cook, we're turning the meat a little bit so that we can make sure that that gets done because this is where they're going to cut into and we don't want to get a DQ on anything. Right. Right. No, definitely. Yeah. That was always, always one of the things, uh, me growing up as a kid and I, maybe other kids have the same, um, fear or phobia or whatever, but just seeing like, um, the, the, the juices run out of a chicken and you say, okay, well it doesn't, it's clear, but it, there's a lot of juices coming out there. I, a good thing. I just, I as a kid, I was like, that's just not done. That's just that's not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that just needs to be cooked longer. And, and when I when I was going to probably through my twenties or so, I charred the shit out of chicken. A lot of dry chicken. A lot of dry chicken because I was just like, I don't know. I mean, it looks done, but I'm just gonna cook it a little longer. <laughs> Better uh, safe than sorry. Yeah, exactly. And then you start messing around with steaks, and you cut into a steak, and it's all. Uh, medium or medium rare, and there's like the these red liquids coming out, and it, it just for me as a as a kid, I was like, nah, I'm not having that. Uh, just go ahead and chart up. But <laughs> you age and you grow and you you learn like, okay, this is not uh, actually what you thought it was, and and uh, thankfully we, uh, I was exposed to, and we all exposed to having these like uh, thermal work pins to where we could sit there and just easily temp a piece of meat and go okay oh yeah hey 155 or 165 or we're gonna have a little carryover hey it's good pull it let's go yeah yeah i mean there's still a lot of adults that are scared of of any juices coming out of their meat oh yeah oh yeah it's crazy what what about uh have y'all so i know y'all are doing the of course the stick burning and whatever else but have are there is there the steak cook off is is that are y'all doing any of that as well or no so I haven't found a high school steak. I know that there is a program for middle school kids through the FFA because I've talked to a couple of people that their kids are in a program and they're like the seventh, eighth graders and they do like steak cooking. Now, I don't know anything about that. I just know that there is something 
I know we don't do that in Rockwall, but there's something that I've, I've gotten a little bit of information out. And like my, my goal for is obviously to grow my program, but my goal for this summer is to find out a little bit more and then see if that's something that I can bring to my, our middle schools, because we have three middle schools right now. And as kind of like a feeder to get oh, yeah. them interested in wanting to do barbecue when they get in high school. Perfect segue. Perfect segue. We, we, we went out to Houston, uh, at the Houston cook-off and I don't know if you had a chance to come down to this or not and be, be a part of this, this cook-off out here, but it's, it's crazy what, what, what they put on out here. And, and one of the coolest things they do, they do the kids queue, uh, kids queue steak cook-off and you've got kids that are ranging probably how old are some of these kids? They look like they're probably, um, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, eight, nine, ten, uh, somewhere in there. Years yeah. old, and they're cooking on small little, small little Smoky Weber's, Joe's. Smoky Joe's or something. Yeah, and they're <clears throat> they're pulling out. I'm not even joking you. It's serious. First of all, they're pulling out the duck fat. The spray. duck fat. Yes. Uh, they are. They're they they got timers, stopwatches. They know exactly how long they're putting them on for. Uh, they're getting perfect grill marks. I'm thinking, holy crap, this is this is serious, <laughs> right? And uh, the parents, the parents can't, the, the, you know, the parents or the coaches or whatever's happening there. They're 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 on the outside and they're they're talking to them, you know. But it's these are kids that are doing their own charcoal, doing their own thing, and uh, that's a perfect segue or feeder because you get somebody passionate about doing that and once you compete and that's what that's what I, I found this out once you compete one time get a taste of it get your name called up there and it's so addicting at that point uh you, you're you're hooked for life right yeah and heaven forbid you get first right or, or top three at that point you can you, the bragging rights have already started you know what I mean and that's gonna feed right into <laughs> it's next over year that's how you it's get hooked. and that's it you know I've gotten we've gotten so many people that have come out to our cook-offs and have cooked with this, you know, or, or drank with it. Not really cooked it, but drank with this, you know, and 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 had a really good time. But when 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 they see us doing all the walk, right, the walk up and getting those trophies, and we've, I'm not saying we've we've been really lucky and we've been really fortunate, and and our name has been called uh, plenty of times out, out on the barbecue circuit, and uh, they get involved with it. And we've had people that were out just visiting us at a barbecue cook-off and turn around and went out and bought pits. And said, and next yeah. thing you know, we're competing against them next year. And, you know, and, and then you partner with them a little bit. And it's just, I mean, it's a barbecue family. And that's something that, that, that you're doing at an early age. I, I really, I really commend you, man. And it's, it's like, again, this is, this is your time. You're volunteering for this. Uh, so that, I think that'd be really cool if this thing got uh, as far as a TA or, or, or a classroom set up for this. Cause I can, I can just, you know, seeing how how you could bring in instructors and and having this not being an after hours thing, but a, but in, in a class thing, because that point you, you could actually fire up a smoker in the day and have have a have a smoke going on throughout the uh, th- throughout the class periods or whatever. So absolutely, because I mean the, the the way that you could work it, even if you had just a couple of double block classes, because that's we have block schedule in Rockwall. I mean, you could have your first class that that works on getting the fire started and the trimming and the seasoning second class comes over, takes over the cook and does your fire management and your, your third class of the day that comes in and, you know, pulls it off, lets it rest, trims it up. And then, you know, rotate it through until, you know, everybody has a chance to do a little bit of everything. And, you know, even if it's just, you know, your freshman year kids, they get to do, you know, trimming and, and all the, 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 the monotonous grunt work of, yeah. of the prep. 
and then your sophomores and juniors get to work on fire and then your seniors get to finish the cook and, and slice and, and all that stuff. I mean, there's lots of, of cool ideas that I have that I like to do with it. Um, it's just, you know, getting interest in it and getting the kids out there and then, you know, having success with it. And I think that was the biggest thing for us is what kind of catapulted is we did have a little bit of a success last year. And then this year coming in and, and at the first competition, there was 19 teams. And I went through last year's rankings of how they ranked at state. And I believe eight, no, it was 12, 12 of the 19 teams finished higher than us last year at state. And so overall, and so we got third place and got sixth place and, uh, you know, and then, and then took brisket ribs and, and ch- brisket chicken and ribs. And the kids are fired up. I mean, they are, they're tired and that Saturday afternoon, that Saturday drive back from Graham, Texas, which is, you know, three and a half hours Northwest of, of Rockwall all the way back. I mean, there was people were happy in a good mood. I mean, the, the tired had gone away and uh, you know, they were ready to get to do it again. And so that's 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 exciting, without a doubt. Yeah, that's the best part. Uh, so we do have a few more questions. Maybe we we'll get through some of these real quick. Uh, this is from Janet Fincherball. She sent a couple of them. Uh, the first one was, "What kind of wood are you guys using when you're smoking out there?" So it kind of really depends on the region. Uh, that got us at state last year. It was down in uh, in in like South Central Texas and the Lano area and nine or I'd say eight of the top 10 in brisket was using mesquite. And I'm not a, I'm a, I'm a mesquite on my chicken fan, but I'm not a mesquite for my brisket or ribs or anything like that. Um, and you know, that was a lesson learned that if we were going to be back in that area, that we'd bring some mesquite chunks and at least throw them on there to kind of give that hint of what they like. When we go down to Katie and uh, to Round Rock, we'll probably be cooking with uh, post oak and then more East Texas or North. We'll probably use pecan. And so it's with these competitions, I'm not really chasing flavor profiles, but I also know that they're bringing in local people to eat barbecue and people that eat barbecue know what they like when they eat barbecue. And so if I can kind of give them a little bit of a taste of, you know, for example, salt lick is right next to Dell diamond and round rock. Well, I'm going to do a little bit of research on salt lick and we're going to probably take some of that flavors and those profiles and kind of bring it into what we do because that's what people like that are in that area. That's going to help us out when it comes to the judging rounds in, in these competitions. Yeah, that's, that's super smart, actually. Yeah, uh, well, we've actually had uh, Mo. Was it Mo Kason? Yeah. Uh, and if you know, if you, if you know who he yes. is. Okay, so he he was on the podcast, and he is a great great guy, great mentor, and he at, he'd be somebody actually probably reach out to, and, and at some point, and he I bet he would even do a a guest appearance or something. He's always giving back. Oh, cool. He's always mm-hmm. doing that kind of stuff. Uh, but what's one of the lessons he learned was when he went somewhere and. I, it was it was here in I guess it was West Texas, and they did a cook off, and he said the one thing that he learned from that was that if you didn't have mesquite, you weren't gonna you weren't gonna place, and hundred percent in, in that area, you know. So uh, and that that was something that you know, but until you travel and 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 that was his big thing. He traveled to other states and did other competitions around the United States because 
the flavor profiles changed so much that he wanted to really get an idea of how that flavor really is in that area, you know, and uh, that's, 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 that's really smart what you're doing. Funny story is I've got a kid that's a Texas transplant, uh, Kansas City, grew up Kansas City, and he cooks briskets on one of – he's my brisket cook on one of the teams. And when we were first starting out, he's like, oh, I've got the recipe. I've got my Kansas City brisket. This is what we – this is this is going to do – this is it. And I'm like, you know, okay, this is what we you need to do, but I want you to – do your thing because I don't want to just sit there and y'all be machines and robots. If, if you got something, let's try it. See what we think. So we get to the the first competition that's up in, in, uh, in Graham and he goes all out with his, his, his Kansas city uh, brisket and the brisket that I had my other kid make got first place and his, I think got ninth, seventh or ninth. And he said, coach Hill, I'm going to eat a little bit of crow here. <laughs> He just teach me how to make that brisket because uh, you told me Kansas City probably wouldn't work here, and you were right. So, do you mind if I use that recipe? Too? And I'm like, absolutely, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Did, did did he get to try the the other the other recipe and for himself yes. to see the difference? Yes. Okay. Yes, and okay. Uh, but it was just. I mean, his brisket wasn't bad. It was good. Yeah. It's just not Texas barbecue. I mean, that's yeah. just. It just wasn't wasn't that and and it was it was not bad it was good it just wasn't what they were looking for and so he's like i'm i'm on board now with this texas stuff right you're cooking for the judges oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah so another question from janet this is her other one uh do you have a special place that you guys are buying your meat you guys go to the same place i guess you guys aren't really having to buy it for these things though. yeah i think they're they're, they're providing them at the competition so it's, it's provided it's provided at the competition but any practice cook is either coming out of my personal pocket uh or with through texas moon swanners um i i sponsor them so you know it's just one of those deals that you know i put my, i can put my name on the shirt so i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna bring some briskets or some chicken or you know whatever we need or if we need something while we're out there i'll i'll just buy it and i put it on you know on my tab but um and here in Rockwell, we have a Costco that's right next to uh, the school. And so it's pretty easy just to run over there and grab something. Uh, we have a place in Royce City called Joe's Meat Market. And the guy that owns the place, his name is Gabriel. Uh, really awesome dude. He's been involved in a lot of charity stuff through donating meat for barbecue cook-offs for, for benefits and, and uh, trying to raise money and stuff. And I've got two seniors that were taken to the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo at the end of this month to compete just the seniors are going to compete for a $20,000 scholarship and he sponsored both of those seniors. So they don't have to pay anything out of pocket to go down there because he take, he took care of it. And so we get meat from him as well. Uh, but just, you know, I try to find the local places if I can, but in a pinch, you know, I guess I, I pay $5 a pound to add, which now it was five sixty nine a pound oh, man. just this week. Jeez, uh, let me ask you a question. I know here, you know, uh, and if you don't mind or whatever else, uh, is this y'all's organization? Is this something you can outside people can can help donate to? Do you have like a not a GoFundMe, but do you have something? Do you have a, a your own personal you know website for for y'all school? If if our listeners want to say, hey, listen, we want to help donate some some money or something to y'all's 
to y'all's team? Is that something that you have together or, or is that Absolutely. possible? Absolutely. So typically at the beginning of the year, I reach out and have the kids reach out to, to businesses in the area. And uh, we have like a sponsorship or a partnership form where we have different levels where if you donate, you know, $300, then we're going to put your, we're going to mention your name on the, uh, on our website. If you donate $600, then we'll put your name on our banner that we put up. You know, if you donate a thousand, then you're on the banner, the t-shirts, the, the website. And then if you donate like 2000, then you're a platinum sponsor. Uh, we got lucky, uh, just a happen chance and got hooked up with Dow strong, uh, this year. And they've sent us, thousands of dollars in knives and cutlery and, and, and aprons and, uh, have, uh, you know, really taken care of us in the way of our needs for equipment to use. Uh, but last year we had a company that, that work that does like, um, the halftime shows for the Dallas Cowboys, they donated a couple thousand dollars and that paid for, you know, most of all expenses for the year. So, uh, we, it's not just limited to the beginning of the year. If anybody wants to reach out to me, they're more than welcome to, and I can get them a form and, uh, then that goes to the school. So it's a tax write-off for their business. I know we, we kind of missed the, the end of the year top deal for last year, but, uh, be a great way to, to, to have a write-off for your business if you wanted to. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll throw your name out on social media. Only thing about it is, uh, it's a school, so liquor stores, beer stores, gun uh, armories, you know, they can't be a sponsor. But if if you really just want to help the kids, and it's not about getting your name out there, too. Uh, we've had people that, aside from their business, have just made the donations uh, and just as a, hey, don't need the recognition. Just here's here's some 600 bucks. Thank you. You know, and that's it. Good. Good. What's your what, what what's your social media that people can? So you can check uh, Texas Moonswiners is just Texas Moonswiners. Uh, the the two hundred five Pitmasters is on Facebook as well as two hundred five Pitmasters. If uh, anybody wanted to contact me directly, uh, you could shoot me an email, and that's it's super easy. Sean S E A N dot Hill H I L L at rockwallisd.org. And, uh, I'm, I'll be more than happy to, to discuss it with you too. And, and, you know, we've already, like I said, we've already got our shirts and, and our banner for this year, but going forward or shout outs on social media, uh, pictures, you know, we sign a sign picture of the kids, you know, with our trophies, when we win state, you know, whatever we can do, uh, you know, as a thank you back to you, we will, we can do that as well. Very good. That's awesome. Heck yeah, man. I, I, uh, I wish you. I wish you luck, man. I, I I think it's something really cool that you're doing. Uh, I've got to get uh, I've I've got to get some teachers uh, involved with this in Pearland. I don't think Pearland has this. Uh, and I've had I've had three I've had three school districts that have reached out to me um, just because of like North Texas barbecue addicts. Uh, somebody will post a question, and then my name gets tagged in the post and. You know, hey, talk to Sean. He'll he can help you. And, I've, and so I've, I've 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 been in contact with about three or four schools and kind of gave them the information and stuff too. So I mean, I don't mind. I I will I'll be more than happy. The more people that we can get involved in this means the more kids are going to learn how to barbecue. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's that's the really cool right. thing. And you know, I mean, I don't teach for the money. You know, and so I I do this because you know I want to kind of leave a, an imprint on on the world and you know my thing is 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 barbecue and you know this is this is what a cool way to be remembered what a cool job to have i go to i go to work and i teach kids how 
to cook. I mean, yeah. I'm, 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 the, I'm one of the luckiest guys in the world. Like, great. More people out there just to kick my butt and barbecue. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Hey, if you're not breeding competition, that's what you're, you're competing to, against. You know, you want to be the best, right? right. And, and I, I love how barbecue is always changing and, and it's evolving. And, and the, the flavor profiles are evolving. Every every two or three years, yeah. something different's being spun out there. And, and you it's know, one, one of the fastest growing sports it is. Uh, in America. And, and you can get in front of it. And, and I love being a trendsetter. With certain items, and I, I, I've tried, I do push the envelope a lot, uh, and 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 try to, uh, especially maybe on the heat profile, which I've been known to really heat, <laughs> heat it up on on some of on some of these seasonings, uh, and, and other ones we, we pull back on. But you know, the sweetness that that's come forward a lot. You, you've gotten, a, and you used to be a real savory, but you are getting a lot of the sweetness now, um, with with in all three categories across the thing. Yep. So I, I, I love the fact this thing's constantly evolving. And you know what? With, with these kids coming in, it's 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 amazing how easily they pick it up and they become really barbecue pit masters, you know. And it's something you're you're honing. You're like, why do you how are you this good this quick, you know? Uh, <laughs> And, and, and well, because so, they because they don't drink, that's why they get so good at it. So that's right. exactly what that's it is. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's something that we actually, uh, as a team, uh, we looked at, and and that we may have a few beers, you know, on a Friday night or whatever, a couple of beers. And when I say a few, a couple of beers, but really it's business. Uh, and then really Saturday, Saturday is all competition. It's one of those things we looked at each other and like we, if we want to be successful. You can't drink, you know. That's you just, can't. No, you it's, it's 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 so hard, and it's easy to get wrapped up into it because you're you're depending on what you have as your setup. You're going against guys that have those old hickory or the Traeger or the what, where they don't have to do anything and they can just sleep. That's right. And if you're if you've got a traditional stick burner and you spend all y'all night, you know, having a good time, and then you're trying to 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 think to process, you know, information, and you know, we've we've messed up food before because we didn't we weren't thinking correctly and pulling stuff out at the wrong times and then it already like you know we, we pulled out a pull uh, a pork shoulder and pulled the pork shoulder an hour before turn in yep because we weren't thinking about the times the right way and so then it had to be put back in the cambro and just sit and it wasn't near as good as it would have <laughs> been if you know, we, we were, we were, you know, thinking, right. So you're hundred percent right. It's, it's, it is a business trip. And that's what I tell the kids too. I'm like, guys, when we go in, we're going to have curfew check, go to sleep. Don't stay up all night being dumb. Yeah. Go to sleep because we got to wake up early in the morning and we got a job to do. That's right. And then once the job is done and once it's through, then we can have some fun. But until then, you know, just give me, give me 24 hours of, this is what I've got to do, and this is what I'm going to do, and then then we'll have a great time. Oh yeah, and winning's contagious. Winning's fun. Yeah, it is fun, <laughs> but it's contagious, and that's what keeps you coming back, right? A little taste of winning, right. and they're like, you know what? When's the next competition? When are we doing this next time? So, yep, uh, very cool, man. Hey, Sean, hey, we definitely appreciate all that you do uh, to to support the the sport of barbecue and and to teach, educate, and mentor the younger generation coming up. Um, definitely um, appreciate you being on the grabbing the brisket podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate y'all. This is, this is awesome. <laughs> we're we're going to open it up to you. Uh, so I- any uh, information that you want to put out there as far as uh, websites or social medias or uh, who people need to contact to, to get their district involved with something like this. Absolutely. So, uh, 
check out our page on on Facebook uh, for the kids page. It's two hundred five Pitmasters, um, and you know you can kind of see some of the stuff that we're doing, and you know how we go about our practices and stuff. And um, also, you know, we're going to be down at the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo. That is January uh, 28th and 29th. And this is uh, just a 50 uh, high school teams that are going to be competing for a winner-take-all $20,000 scholarship. Uh, come out and support us uh, in San Antonio at the end of this month. Uh, we'll be in Katy the March the 11th and 12th. So on the 12th, come down to Katy, uh, Texas, um, that, that all that information about the, the, the actual physical location stuff will be on the website, or you can go to texashsbbq.org and, uh, check out, uh, the, the league page and it has all the schedules as well. And then state's going to be down at Dell diamond in round rock, Texas on, uh, April 29th and 30th at the end of the month. And there should be 150 teams, uh, plus that are going to be out there and, Come and come and support the kids. Come and, and, and try competition barbecue. Be a judge. Uh, taste some of it. See how it's a little bit different than what you make in, in in your backyard. And you'd be surprised. I mean, some of these kids are cooking better barbecue than than most of the barbecue joints that you're going to have around your house. And it's just it's just fun the the to see a different type of sport that's not in a stadium and not your typical you know football, basketball, or baseball. Uh, and these kids are, are working hard and they're having to work as a team and. And uh, if you do have any other questions or if you're a teacher and you're out there listening or even just a community member and you, you want to get more information on how to get something started for your school, please reach out to me. Uh, again, it's just Sean, S-E-A-N dot Hill, H-I-L-L at RockwellISD.org. And I mean, I'll be more than happy to tell you everything I know and, and help get you started. And, you know, depending on where you're at, I'm, I don't even mind taking a day off and coming out and and, you know, showing you or pit, bringing the pit, showing you the pit, or, or, or telling you what we've got and helping you get set up. You know, anything I can do to help to grow the program, grow the sport, and get another team in, uh, I'm, I'm down for that. Cool. That is awesome. Cool, man. We wish you luck. Uh, wish the uh, luck to the 205. The 205 gang. What is it? 205. Smoke and fire. Pitmasters. Yeah, Pitmasters. Team Smoke team and smoke Team Fire. Team Smoke and fire. Yeah. Very cool, man. Awesome guys. Well, hey, I, I appreciate you having us having me on, and I appreciate you, you, you know, getting this out there to, to people that probably never heard about it before. And hopefully, this will, you know, catch somebody's ear, and uh, maybe in Pearland we can get we can get something started down there. Heck yeah, I love it. Hey, take care, Sean. Yes, sir. Thank y'all. All right. Bye bye. Hey, Dude, that, that's fantastic. Yeah, Sean I, I is that. so cool. Sean is his energy is really yeah. uh, infectious and. Uh, and you can tell somebody that's really giving back. That, that's what he's doing. He's volunteering his time, giving back. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm really I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna send some money it's all for to the this kids. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like hey, I, will, I almost asked him like uh, barbecue fails. You yeah, yeah, but yeah, we know. Uh, hey, I mean, yeah, you know, the, we should have asked him yeah. that. We'll, I told him we'll, we were we'll gonna ask back him. On. Why I didn't you get into it, James? We'll, we'll get him back on and we'll we'll, we'll ask. You can't. Why? If you're like, I almost did something and you, d- you well, didn't do I it. I know, like, but I, I wasn't trying to throw any kids under the that. bus when they like ruined an $80 brisket <laughs> not, by like. We're not, not naming names. <laughs> Little Billy. We didn't uh, ask whether it was Team Fire Timmy. or Team Smoke. We just, you know. Yeah. Next time. Next time. Sure. Hey, we'll, awesome. we'll have Sean back on next. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. I could actually see, I, I could see him being like a. You know, next year, like, hey, how did it go? You know, what happened? And I'm obviously going to be, you know, following them now and uh, yeah. and and seeing all their success. So, um, 
I mean, they're having a, a cook-off in Katy. That's not I, that far I away. I know. I may. I actually, I was thinking, I, I may go out there. Yeah. You, I, apparently, there better. won't be any beer. That's but, fine. Uh, is it? Yeah. I can okay. pregame. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. Listen, this is this is the next, this is the future of barbecue, man. This is this is the kids coming up that's going to be we're competing against. You know what? Here's the deal. They're rookies. They're rookie year when they're, when they're actually adults. They're gonna be boozing it up. And guess what? We're not. Right. They're not gonna know any better yet. They're not gonna know any better. You right. gotta go you gotta go through all those stages. And we went through those drinking stages. So we don't have to worry about that anymore. Right. We're we're all business. We're business right. in front, party in the yeah, back. Exactly. You see their team draw up you to send each team a case of beer. Yeah. Hey, right. we're good. Good luck, guys. Here's a case of beer on us. Yeah. <laughs> uh uh. Uh, hey Alex, uh, you're you're here. You might as well hey. go and pop in and Alex. say hello. Yeah, sorry, I was late. Yeah, there you work are. ran late. So work, yeah. work, schmirk. Chugga chugga choo choo. Uh, yep. Yeah, thank you to Sean Hill for taking time out of his. Uh, I'm sure it's a, a busy schedule to sit around and uh, talk barbecue with us and, yeah. and let us know what 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 he's up to. Slide over there to grabbing the brisket dot com. Uh, you can find out what we're up to. What are we uh, up to these James? days? What are we? Up I mean, to? we're just. Let me tell you what we haven't been doing. What? We haven't been podcasting. No, we've had a lot of stuff going on. Can you imagine? Think about this. COVID has been rampant, right? It's crazy. Uh, Christmas came. I think we haven't seen, we haven't seen, we haven't done this since Christmas. Yeah, it's been a minute. <coughs> that, as he just coughs, yeah. The, the, yeah right. it's, no, I got something in my throat. A Marion uh, a variant has just uh, been running rampant Super all across. Yep. Uh, Super Mario uh, variant. Okay. It's just been yeah. running rampant. But yeah, go yeah. to the website. Anyways, yeah, go to the website. Uh, a lot of uh, links to the merch, uh, links to our social media pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a lot of um, Some recipes videos, on there. recipes. Yep. Uh, we got a new Patreon episode just came out today. So if you haven't seen that one or heard that one, go check it out. Boom. Yeah. And then uh, what's the latest recipe we put out there? What was the last one we put out there? Do you know? The latest what? The last recipe we put out there? Uh, I believe it was a chili recipe from Matt. Okay. Yep. Yeah, check that out. Uh, I actually had some of that. He brought it over. Let us try it. It's one of the few things Matt's made that he actually brought it over and allowed us to try. It. Usually he'll he'll do the well he'll cook over here, and then we're like, oh man, that that food looks really good, Matt. That's a good recipe. But then he just disappears with it. He takes it back to his house. <laughs> it's for my family. That's right. This is my family's food. You get two bites here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just a couple of spoons. Share amongst yourselves. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Share the same piece of meat or something. I don't know. Matt's crazy. Matt's not here, so I can say this stuff about him, and he won't listen to the episode. So, right? Yeah, or will he? No. <laughs> I'll tell him. It's right. fine. And if you get bored, hey, go check out our sponsors. Hey, those guys kick ass. Yep. You get the. You go. There's a sponsor page on our website as well, and you can get a discount on a lot of different stuff, uh, knives and koozies and all kinds of crap. So, mm-hmm. really good stuff that we use all the freaking time. Go check it out. Hey, you know what? I haven't said it in a while. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's been great talking barbecue with you. Yeah. Peace. Later, guys. Dang it, Bobby. Just grab the brisket. Or we would like to give a special thanks to Fogo Premium Hardwood Lump Charcoal, Bonner's Fiesta Spices, Cooley Nation Custom Koozies, Cambro Manufacturing, Yeti Cooler, the Smoke Sheep Barbecue Newsletter, and Texas Brew Hopper. We appreciate their support. Y'all guys go check them out.